Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. And I don't know, you know what I'd wonder? Why do I always say good evening? Because you know what it is? It's because I was on the news for so long. Because I realized half of you, more like three quarters of you are watching this when you're supposed to be working. I know. And your boss is away and you're watching uh, Rick Dancer, uh, wondering who I'm going to yell out today. And, um, and so I always say good evening. But anyway, thank you for being here. And our sponsor tonight is Chris Dental Family Dentistry and Dentures. Now they're doing, um, they're also doing denture, they have a denturist on site and they can do dentures for you right there at the clinic as well. So um, Dr. Bratlin says it's a good time to come in, especially if you're having like, I started having tooth pain the other day and I'm like, oh shoot, I hate being so far away from Bratlin because I still go to him. I'm, yeah, I go all the way to Eugene because I'm back there every five, six months or so. And so I just go in and go to the dentist. But right now, if you use your deductible um, and you've uh, got a little tooth pain or, you know, you have a feeling that they told you is, you know, coming out a little bit. Um, now's the time to get that fixed because uh, your insurance company will have to pay for it. So anyway, that's our sponsor for tonight. Um, so um, guy called me on the phone or sent me an email and um you're gonna meet him tonight um i call him the marble man um because at first when he told me what he does i thought he'd lost his marbles but now i realize he truly did and that's a good thing he's trying to lose his marbles and he wants you to find them so this is hezekiah meekum how you doing hezekiah i'm good how are you dude that is a mouthful in terms of a name you know what i mean do you have a short do you go by a shortened version yeah, of it? i go by hez hez Yep. Okay. Cause that King thing is really big for you, huh? It so is. Your parents put a lot of pressure on you. Yes, <laughs> I hope you know that. So you live in Lapine, Oregon and tell me what you called me to tell me about when we were talking on the, on the online. Well, uh, in April, I, uh, I started having this influx of marbles. I started blowing glass in October of 2021 and marbles were a good way for me to practice glass blowing or lamp working. And uh, so in a lot of practice, I found a lot of marbles and you know, you can't, uh, you can make them faster than you can sell them, I guess. And uh, I was wondering what to do with all these marbles. And I had heard of things like this going on before, but I thought it would be a great thing to go on. Well, and so I, uh, I, I started making these marbles and I would take some out and I would stash them around, you know, around the local town or in the parks or, you know, down by the river or whatever and take picture clues and I'd post them on um, Facebook. And so what that turned into was I created a Facebook group uh, where I was hiding five marbles every Saturday all throughout the summer with, uh, you know, big holiday events going on, 4th of July, things like that. And uh, it slowed down a little bit for the winter, but it's, uh, you know, we got a lot of snow here. And so I've switched over and I've been uh, hiding some ornaments for Christmas. I hand make ornaments also. And so I've been stashing some of them around. But uh, yeah, like here you can see me here, I'm making a, a Dicro Vortex. And uh, and yeah, it's it's quite fun. It's my passion. And so it was just a way for me to try and, and, and share some of that because I get all excited and just overwhelmed with gratitude when uh, when I'm making these things. And so when I'm out there, I'm hoping that when people find them, uh, they, they get a little bit of that same feeling, you know? So what is it about making marbles that that kind of does it for you? Ed? Well, they're they're amazing. There's so much you can do with it. I mean, if you really want to get me started, we can uh, you can make vortexes, which is a marble. 
It's a marble that looks deeper than it really is. So it'll have a backer on one side. And when you look into it, it'll look like it goes on and corkscrew screws in kind of like a vortex. It's an optical illusion. Those are really fun to make. Um, air trap implosions. I can uh, put a, um, make a flower inside of a marble. There's, uh, there's, there's just a lot of fun. And it's a good way to uh, practice different techniques in glass blowing because uh, a glass blower is de definitely what I want to be. <laughs> wow. So, you know, when my dad was a little kid, marbles you played marble there's a game you know i mean people really played marbles and i have a whole collection of his that he gave me and i have them in a you know a jar that i, I could see but, oh look at that that's super cool what's that called uh, that one's just a, it's a dichro swirl so uh dichroic glass is like what they used you know like the windows of the space shuttle to reflect radiation stuff and what they found in the art world is that it can give you a really nice uh glitter effect inside wow. And uh, so that one there, I just put a piece in there and then I spun it to give it kind of a swirl effect. And that's that's one that uh, I'll actually be hiding hiding between now and Christmas somewhere out there when I when I find the right spot to put it. So, so tell me how this hiding thing goes. So you take five or so this month and you're going to take them out because you're having one this weekend. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And for you folks that are watching this too late, sorry, you missed out. But um, this weekend would be the 16th, 17th, and 18th. Um, so how many are you putting out there? Well, uh, right now I've got four ornaments and two marbles that are sitting off that I've made for the hunt. Um, you know, because I, I make all sorts of stuff. Shot glasses, hummingbird feeders, sculptures of sea life, creatures. I mean, and I'm constantly um, trying to expand my experience, you know, and create new products and stuff. Um, but I'm always going back to the to these marbles because that's what got me started. Um, but so I'll stash these around and then anyone that's on Facebook and that's kind of the downfall right now is you have to use Facebook. I know that some people don't, right. um, but Facebook is the only kind of platform I have right now to publicly and freely post all, you know, all these clues. So where do they go? What's your Facebook page? It's a uh, Hezzy Art Hiders Marble Hunt. And that's so that's H E Z I A R T and then Hyder's Marble Hunt. So if people then can come on there and you give clues as to where they are. Yes, yeah. It is a it is a closed group. So they just uh just have to apply to join. And we pretty much let everyone that's not a bot join, you know. Right. Um, and uh so then once they join, just keep an eye out, turn the notifications on, and and that's where I post all the clues. And so this is in Deschutes County in Oregon, right? Yes. Yes, it is. But I encourage, um, like I've had members that have gone on vacation to like North Carolina and places like that. And they've taken a marble with them and hit it over there and then told people over there and also posted on the page. So I'm really open to expansion. So what do you, what, what do you want this to turn into? Why do you do this? I'm, for fun, honestly, you know, um, just trying to spread the love, you know, there's, there's a lot that happened during COVID and everyone kind of got shut in and everything. And so right after we were kind of coming out and people were still a little standoff. So I was just trying to bring the community together a little bit, you know, get everyone talking. So what did you do before glass blowing? Well, a lot of different things. I cooked in the kitchen for quite a while, you know, and then uh, I worked with uh, 
but right. I've always I've always been naturally artistic. I used to draw a lot, and uh, for a while I was trying to be a tattoo artist, but that didn't really uh, it just it, the the passion wasn't there like it is with glass blowing for me. So what is it about doing that for you? You know, it's it's hard to explain. Um, when the first time I picked up a glass rod, it honestly felt like I had been doing it for lifetimes. And it, it just felt really, really natural. And uh, it was it was the greatest thing that, that I've got found in life so far. It's the best medium for me anyways. So why why is it so important, Hez, do you think, that people find their passion, their passion in life? Well, you know, it, it goes back to that if uh, – if you're doing what you love, then you never have to work a day in your life. Um, and it shows through, you know, I, I've never worked harder than I do now, but I've never been happier at what I'm doing. I put a lot of hours in, you know, uh, whether it's 10 degrees or 100 degrees outside, I'm in the studio. So what have you learned about yourself from doing this? Well, there are a lot of things, actually, but uh What's you know the, that I got a lot, a lot of room to grow, you know, and me, myself, um, doing this interview, for instance, I used to be pretty standoffish and, you know, not very outspoken. And uh, and so this has gotten me interacting with people more. I, I now have customers that come and, uh, you know, a lot of people see me out in the community and, and they do. They're like, oh, there's the Marvel guy and stuff. So it's it's kind of like gotten me out of my shell. <clears throat> and I've learned that there's there's an entirely new lifestyle out there that I really want to embrace. And I want to start traveling and sharing, you know, the glass, uh, maybe lessons and things like that and expanding my own experience as well. So did you, has it kind of given you confidence knowing that you're, I mean, don't you think there's a lot of kids and you're not a kid. I don't know how old you are, but I'm not calling you a kid, but don't you think there's a lot of people that have not found their thing? Yes. And, and you know what that feels like, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. That's and that's an incredible point, Rick. I appreciate you bringing that up because, yeah, uh, it's it would, would be hard to imagine uh, life without glass now. But it has brought an incredible sense of gratitude into my life that I feel on pretty much a daily basis. And, you know, that is something that I didn't have before. And I was, you know, I felt uh, not necessarily empty, but I knew something what, you know, I was missing. I was unfulfilled, so to speak. And so now it's, it's, I live a very fulfilling life. So, you know, we all have our past and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I can, you know, I, when I grew up in high school, um, I got an F in a speech class cause I wouldn't get up and give a speech, you know, and, um, then the right thing came along. And when it, when a teacher saw that, you know, the problem I had was preparing all that. If, if you just asked me to get up and talk, I could do it. And he, I, he, one day he just said, Rick, get up and do this. And I did it. And on the cuff, and he looked at me, he goes, who are you? And I said, I'm a communicator. And he goes, go communicate. And it changed everything for me, you know? And, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I don't know you Hezekiah, but I'm guessing that life in the past has been a little tough because it is for most of us. And yes. What would, your, what would your family say um, this has done for you? Um, <laughs> well, it's made them very happy. You know, uh, I have a lot of family support now, you know, and they at some point in time, they might have been worried about me. Um, I struggled with depression and things like that. And, uh, you know, they were all, they always wanted what's best for me. And now that they see me doing my best and striving to do better all the time, they're, they're, they love it. 
they're really happy for it. Yeah, I, I deal with that too, um, you know, at times. And, uh, and doing my, you know, that's what I, I can't imagine retiring because doing this, you know, finding people like you, because everybody has a story. And, and I think we try to hide the ugliness of them. Um, but once for like for you, once you found your gift, now it's not as ugly. The bass, no. you know what I mean? Like, yes, I know. Yep. I'm not, I'm not scared to show myself to people now. Cause were you, and I, and I'm, I'm just pulling words, but were you kind of ashamed at who you were before? Um, yeah, that's, that's actually a pretty accurate word. Yes. I felt like a, a failure, honestly. You know, so, I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You were on. Um, I knew I had potential to to do something positive and and you know great and and just something really fulfilling. And I wasn't doing that before that before glass, and now I am. So, so do you think you could bring marbles back? I mean, do you do you, you know what I mean? Like with um. It's really funny you say that because uh, if you bring marbles back, are you talking like the game marbles? Yeah. Okay, because I've got to, I'm, I'm I've got a lot of different things going on, but one of them is is that I want to make little uh, pouches and have a set with the shooter and your you know your ones you shoot at and the rules all nice and typed up and I'm gonna, I'm going to try making little sets and yeah I'm going to attempt to bring the game of marbles back and see how that goes. No, I think you should, because don't you think it's perfect timing, Hess? Because, um, like you said, after COVID, I, I, and I'm, I'm listening to reports today when I'm driving into the, the gym in Helena today, and people talking about the consumption of phones with kids and everything, and, and there's no creativity left because they're, on, they're gaming all the time and doing this, whereas you can take marbles out on a playground or on the street corner or in your backyard Pretty and much anywhere make yourself a little circle and have a game of marbles. Yeah. So, you know what I love about talking to you is you are so freaking happy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm, you, I'm glad it shows. You really are, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. I, I am very grateful. Like I said, I spend a lot of days uh, on my torch, and, uh, you know, when you're doing things and I'm getting repetition and I'm, and I'm making marbles or whatever I'm making, a lot of times my brain's kind of like two places at once. And a lot of the times it's like I'm just so incredibly thankful. I'm like all the struggles that I went through in my life to get here were so incredibly worth it now. Like I wouldn't change a thing because this is the greatest experience I've ever had. So do this for me. five years ago. Where were you? What were you? Five years ago, I was living in uh, Northern California um wasn't very good living conditions you know it wasn't the greatest of jobs i was actually uh, on an indian reservation um growing a medicinal marijuana and it, it wasn't it wasn't my dream it, it was actually kind of stressful so tell me the moment like when you you kind of went the glass thing how did that come up there's got to be a story there like yeah okay so we were we were in the park, my daughter and I, she was, she was, I think she just turned about seven and uh, we were there playing in the park. We, we went there quite often and there was a lady with her dog and she found a marble there at the park, like a glass marble. And so she was showing everyone what she found and my daughter looked at it and she was like, Hey, I wonder how that was made. And I was like, I don't know myself, but I'm pretty curious. It was, it was a nice looking marble. And turns out there was actually a local glass blower here in town um, 
and and he was he was open to showing me a thing or two you know i, I reached out to him and uh and i went over and took a few few little lessons from him and then the next thing i know i was i was buying a torch and, and a kiln and tanks and it was just nothing could stop me you know so you know i you know not to make more than I, I don't know. I just think things like this are pretty interesting. Like, you know, I don't know what your belief system is, but like if, the, you know, if, if, if God's up there and he's going, I cannot wait till my King Hezekiah figures out what his gift is and what it is that I want him to do. And it all kind of stems to this, like, and it's not just like, um, you know, to me, God or whatever your belief system is, is to have a child show her father what, what it is yes yeah you know and i, I think that uh i think that those above are, would actually be really proud of me and i'm probably pretty relieved <laughs> that, I, that i found something to dump all my energy into you know because don't you think um hezekiah that that sometimes i mean i said i i think you know about my past and you know way back and and you kind of go um all those things that I tried, I never, I, I, I feel bad for people in their twenties today and their early thirties because um, I think they get so frustrated. And I remember being that, you know, thinking there's never anything good going to come out of my life, you know? And then when you find that magic moment, you know, and it, and it changes everything. And then, you know, I mean, I have people that went to high school with me and go on because I was like a stoner, you know, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't know who I was or anything mm -hmm. like that. And right. so all of a sudden they go, oh, my God, Rick Dancer's on TV. <laughs> and right. plus I was super shy, you know, and so I never talked about anything like that. So when, um, you know, it, it's people like you that make my day because I didn't really know what you're about. I had very little idea, but I knew you had a passion for this thing. And I went, I'm just going to take a chance and do something with him. And man, I like who you are. You're, you're Thank you. Thank you. Cool. That, that means a lot coming from you, Rick, because I, I've watched you my whole life and I, I think you're great. So, well, look at what you're doing. I mean, and, and, and you're coming up with creative ideas on ways to do this. Um, but man, tell me when you get the little marble kit done. Oh, I will. I will. It'll, it'll probably be a few months out. Uh, next month, I'm headed to uh, Glass Vegas down in Las Vegas. And um, I'm taking some more lessons. I've got a, a really good glass blower that's uh, seen my passion, and he's kind of taken me under his wing. So we're meeting up down there, and uh, some big things will be happening when I get back. So you make also hummingbird feeders and all that kind of stuff. Uh, hummingbird feeders, sculptures, shot glasses, uh, functional glass, uh, pretty much anything that's made out of borosilicate and within my uh, experience or within my skill level. And even some that are not, I'm always, I'm always trying to do new things. Well, I want to see when you get some stuff done, I want to see something because I want to buy something from you. I think that'd be, oh, super, of course. It'd be of super course. cool to have something um, that you, you know, that you did and you produced and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah. So again, tell people how they get a hold of you. So it's on Facebook and yeah, on, on Facebook. write this on here now, but um, you'll put it in the I'll, comment section. I'll put it in the comments. Yes. Okay. Um, but it's on, on Facebook, Heziart. Um, H-E-Z-I-A-R-T is a way they can reach out to me or, or the uh, Hezzy Art Hiders Marble Hunt. And um, any one of those pages, I, I answer personally and I run them both. So so I get back pretty, pretty within a timely manner or, or try to. So do you do you find that when people find your um, your art, what does that make you feel like? 
Oh, it's an, it's an incredible feeling. Um, and every time, you know, a new customer comes along or someone, um, you know, buys something or they hide, find something on the hunt, they're always messaging me to tell me, you know, how awesome it is and how incredible it is. And so sometimes there's a little bit of disbelief because I'm like, man, you know, uh, all these people think what I do is amazing. And, and it can be almost a little overwhelming at times. You know, it's a lot to live up to. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're also and, and the thing I love about art, you know, and because, I mean, people say, OK, what I do is art or, so, you know, your conversation and that stuff. But see, when we're done, I mean, yes, I do believe, you know, I leave something behind in you and you will definitely leave something behind in me. So there's a relationship there. But but what you're doing is, you know, I mean, can, this is the thing I think is so cool is if I had one of your marbles, which people will do this, I'm sure they're going to set it somewhere in your in your room or somewhere where you look at it and you look down and you appreciate that. Well, that's your creation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. You know, when people like paint, my wife paints and I have some of the paintings around here and you go, you just took a piece of yourself and put it where you're able to put it into an art form that people can appreciate. Um, and you don't know, this is the cool thing has um, those marbles, especially when you create the game, you know, like here I am and my dad's long dead. He'd be over a hundred by now. And I've got a whole jar full of his marbles, but no, he didn't even make them, but your marbles will keep, you know, they don't go away. It's like long right. on, um, you have these marbles. And, uh, and I think, you know, I, I think you are the marble man. Thank you. Thank Not you. the Marlboro man. <laughs> man. Yep. The marble man. Yep. No, it's, uh, it's actually gotten to be something bigger than I ever thought it was at this point. And I know that we're still just scratching the surface of my glass career. You know, um, we're, we're younger than two years right now and I've, I've, I've really come a long ways. And so I'm excited to see what I'm capable of in the next five years. And you know, where I'll, where I'll be at then. So how old are you? I'm 38. And how many kids you have? I have three. And you live in the pine. Where are you from? Where were you born and raised? Well, I was born in Cottage Grove and raised there for the most part. Um, then when I was about, no, 12, 13, uh, we moved, we started moving around a little bit and I wound up in Eastern Oregon in uh John Day area. Okay. And I, I spent, oh, about eight years there and then, uh, went to California for a while. And then I came back to Oregon in 2018 and I've uh, been here in central Oregon ever since. So what's the hardest thing that you've ever had to go through? Ooh, <laughs> there's been a lot of it. Um, you know, I'd say probably probably being away from my, my family and everything down in California, and I got myself into a few bad situations where it, it wasn't looking really safe for me physically. And those were, uh, those were it was, it was pretty bad. It was a dark, dark period of my life, and I'm glad it's behind me. So what's the brightest period? Oh, right now, actually, every day, you know, I think things are, are the, the greatest. And then the, the next day comes along and something good happens or I create something better. Or, I don't know. Every day is awesome. They're, it's They all compete for the top now. So, you know, what I like about people like you is um, is you've had a rough life. Yeah. And and so but see here to me, what that means is that you you have gratitude or, you know, you understand um there's a depth to you that other people don't have because they've lived kind of more in the shallows and, and you, you took, you took the deep dive 
And that doesn't mean your family was always happy about that. Um, but it means that when you come up for the air, that you appreciate it more. You see, plus to come from this and to come and to become that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's and that's that is a lot of where my gratitude comes from, because it's I know how bad things could be or where I potentially could have been at this point in time. And so, you know, there is a part of me that's super proud of myself because uh, it was my decision to make things different. And in that decision and making things different, I also happened to find borosilicate glass. And, and here we are. <laughs> so a couple more things. I'm sorry, you're too interested. Yeah. I'm not, you're not getting away with that fast. Um, so what advice do you give your kids then? Um, well, you know, to, to pay attention to their feelings and their emotions, but to also not let them uh, influence their decisions too much, you know, to try and think logically and to just be happy and polite and overall just respectful. You know, uh, everything that you think we should have as morals and values as a good human being. What do you th what do you say to that young person out there watching right now or people your age, which is young compared to me, um, who just don't want to or don't think their life's ever going to get better. And they're kind of at a place where they just don't care if they live anymore. Well, you know, don't ever give up hope um, because because really it's your, your moment away from a major change. You know, it could come at any time and you never know. So and it, it's that moment when you stop you know, living and trying to get out there, that's, it's not going to come to you. So just keep pressing on and, uh, and, you know, stay hopeful, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of a tough one. And it has to be your decision, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to come from within you. You know, no one else can really bring it to you or make it happen. It's, it's really, you just got to, you know, decide that you're going to keep fighting on. And even though things are tough, you know, and then someday when you're playing in the park with your kid, you find a marble. Yep, yep. So do you trust your feelings? Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, do you think as a kid you were kind of overlooked? Yeah, maybe a little bit, you know, possibly. And yeah. now, now you're in full vision. Um, yep, everybody, everybody sees me now. <laughs> Hezekiah, I am so glad you got a hold of me. Um, you know how you love that feeling you get when you're blowing glass yes. and you're making a marble? I just got that because of you. Thank I, you. I do a ton of interviews with all kinds of things, and I, and I love doing interviews. But when you get somebody like you, this is why I do what I do. And because there's so many people that will get so much out of this um, because you were honest and you're just who you are. And there's so yeah. many fake ass people out there, you know, and, and it's like, and they're hiding behind, you know, the, the perfect demeanor, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. And you're just, right. and, and you'll be, I will guarantee you are a, a breath of fresh air to so many people. Awesome. Thank you, Rick. I really appreciate you doing this for me. This, this is, this is awesome. No, I'm glad you called. So again, you guys, the marble hunt. It's this weekend, but there, you can find them. I get, if you get on the page, you have to be in the club. Yep, Just be brave, lose your marbles, and go to the marble club. <laughs> yep. And then you can go find all the hints and find out how to do it. And then, um, God, Hezekiah, you should, um, honestly, what we should do is you should send me some. 
I will. And I'll put some in Montana. All and right, let's do it. Do it, and you can do it in Montana. We probably want to wait till after the snow. <laughs> right, right. But in the spring, we'll keep in touch. And then in of the course. spring, and then I'll do another one of these, and we'll do it. Well, now so we're going to do a Montana Marble Hunt. And I have yeah. connections in other communities, little small towns, and we'll find places to put them. And then, um, and we'll uh, we'll get your work out there a little bit bigger. Okay. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Dude, I like you. You're a good guy. You're so great, Rick. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, you have um, have a good weekend, and thanks again for letting me know and, and telling me about this, okay? And keep in contact with me. Um, I will. Okay. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye, Rick. See you later. All right. So you heard how he just talked about his craft, and that's what he does. Well, people like him, like Hezekiah, um, that's what makes me come alive. Um, yeah because he's done. that's the real deal god you know i mean i think people we need to be looking for more people in our lives um that aren't pretentious and you know that take the world um that are well he said it over and over he's he has gratitude um and the other thing you should remember and well, two things one is if you've had a hard life which all of us have but some people's are harder than others um there is hope and there is way there are ways out, but nobody's going to do it for you. Yes, a small child can hand you a marble, and God can use that to help you. But she didn't do it; He had to make the decision to do it. And the second thing is, if you judge people by their past, shame on you, because you know what? You're missing out on the greatest people on the earth. Go back in time to all the. Um, Abraham, you know, Moses, Moses was a loser, <laughs> you know, God had to slap him around and do all kinds of stuff with him. Um, the great people in the world, the Hezekiahs are the people that have ha had rough beginnings and they've found their way out. Um, and so if, if you're, if you're discounting those kind of folks, um, you don't need to hang out on my page um, because uh, we're going to be a page where we, promote those kind of folks because that's what we do and um dude what are you can i bring you back on nod your head if it's okay can i <laughs> what do you think i appreciate what you're saying you know it means a lot to me because it's true it right is true. it's very true you know yeah no. Yeah. Yeah. People overlooked us. And then when you, uh, when you find your thing now, but see, you know, the thing I think it's kind of cool as a is we wouldn't have been able to understand it if it happened sooner. No, not at all. And, and, and sometimes people like you and me are kind of hard headed <laughs> <laughs> and our parents might say a bit of an asshole <laughs> yep. in those yep. days. Um, <laughs> But then uh, look at the warm person that was inside. And that's probably why we do that is because I think we are probably a little bit more tender warriors, um, not pusses. I'm saying a no. tender warrior. And so we got our feelings hurt more. And then now when we get to find no. thing that makes us come alive, I had a guy one time and he was a uh, name's Richard Gorsuch and he, um, he painted, he was at Cannon beach and he went out every day 
and painted 365 days of Cannon Beach, the, the rock at Cannon Beach right there. He painted it and from a different, from the same location every day. And he said, I don't know why, I just know God wanted me to do it. And then he had all these little paintings um, and he said, you know, Rick, and he had a, that's funny. I didn't even think about this dude. He had a jar of marbles and he said 20 years ago, a friend had said, you're too much into your business. You're not doing enough um, fun things. He gave him these marbles. He said, go find your marbles, go find something to make you come alive. And that yeah. was there. Richard buried those marbles. Cause he said, I don't need them anymore because I found my art. Isn't that weird? I didn't even think about this story when I started telling it about the marble part. That is then he turned to me and he said, so Rick, um, the thing is, go find the make, go find the thing that makes you sing, that makes you dance, that makes you come alive and then come alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I'm getting to do is come alive, you know. And so that's what what's cool about this, what what we're doing right now, this relationship here is that we're this is how life is supposed to work is you're giving me what I need and I'm giving you what you need. And we're not doing it on purpose. It's just that's how it flows. It's just that's how it flows. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So thank you for showing me my marbles today. And <laughs> yeah. you're welcome. All thank right. you for letting me share mine. Yeah, you're welcome, my man. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, All right. see you, buddy. Oh, that's awesome. So again, our show is sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry, Michael Bratlin, the doctor. And uh, if you are in a place where you've used your deductible, now is the time to use it before the end of the year. Um, if you really enjoyed that show, here's what you should do. Share it on your page, just share it. Because you don't know who's coming on your pages and looking. And that needed to hear that today, that needed to have a little bit of heads in their life, needed a little marble find. Um, and, and you just don't know who you're helping by just posting that on your page. Um, all right, so tomorrow night, what's our show about? Um, I've recorded something that's also fun, um, another character. Um, his name is Dancer Davis. Um, I'm not kidding you. Uh, he's a cowboy, a real cowboy from Montana. And he lives in my town. So there are now two dancers in this town, Dancer Davis and Rick Dancer. And uh, he is uh, he has some advice for people that um, it's old fashioned, good advice about life. And um, and it comes in stories. And he talks a little bit about a cattle drive he did. Uh, so I will guarantee you, you will love it. Uh, you are going to enjoy it. And it's just a trip um, to a place. And, and you know what's so funny is I would say to, a trip to the past but it's not the past because I'm living it in Montana <laughs> and you can find it in Oregon in places like Lapine or Harney County or Gillum County. Um, but that's why we do this is uh, introduce you to people that are going to inspire you. And um, I'm feeling really good about my, my Tuesday today. Thank you, Hezekiah. I appreciate your, you know what I can, I can say, I love that guy. <laughs> I like, I really love who that guy is. And I'm, I'm so glad we all got to meet him. Um, man, I love my job. <laughs> I do. I really love my job. I just blew a bunch of marbles. <laughs> all right. We'll talk.